This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, I did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Both Team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you for another weekly get-together. Appreciate the download. Appreciate you checking us out. We've taken the show on the road this week. We're actually out west now, we'll be checking in with producer Trey back in Concord to give us the odds for this weekend's race at Sonoma. But uh, spending some time out west and actually paying a visit to uh, our broadcasting brother from another mother, Dan Hubbard of Anaheim. How are we doing, Dan? I've never heard that before. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm doing well, Mike. How are you? This is, uh, this is exciting. You know, wide open. Hey, baby. Welcoming you to a NASCAR Live Wide Open for the very first time. We figured that since we're in the middle of a couple West Coast races, of course, last week, the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the Arkham Art Series West at Portland. And uh, staying out here and obviously going to give folks a little West Coast flair as we get ready for Cup. 
Trucks and Arkham Menard Series West at Sonoma Raceway. Figure that would be a great opportunity to visit with you as you're our West Coast correspondent and our brother in touch with matters out west, as it were. I tell you what, uh, I'm excited about going to Sonoma. It's been several years since the trucks have raced there. I do remember uh, going to those uh, events. I love the whole area. I love Sonoma and the wine country, San Francisco. We used to say in San Rafael, uh, which was a great little town out there. There's just a vibe out there that's pretty cool. And then when you get to, to watch racing and call racing at the same time, it's um, really, it's a great break. It's a great break to get out there. Well, the interesting thing is uh, California is uh, obviously the birthplace of the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, having up at Bakersfield, Mesa Marin Raceway, um, up north of Los Angeles. Now, let's talk a little bit about the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series and racing in California. You mentioned Fontana. I remember when the trucks went there. It obviously was born in Bakersfield. We've had some memorable moments and obviously some drivers that have some West Coast backgrounds that have spent some time in the trucks. Well, I tell you, a lot of those guys came from the Southwest Tour when they, when they developed the truck series. Guys like Brendan Gaughan and Matt Crafton, uh, Ron Hornaday, uh, these were all Californians. And it was, it was an incredible opportunity for them to show their talents on a national scale. I mean, you know, let's face it, it's a grind, the Southwest Tour, and you're probably spending more money than you're making. And then all of a sudden, the NASCAR says, oh, by the way, we're gonna do this truck series. And guys like, in Ron Hornaday's case, guys like Dale Earnhardt are just kind of plucking you. Oh, by the way, you're gonna drive for my team. That's huge. I was on a plane once with uh, Ron Hornaday. And we're going back to Fontana uh, for some reason. I don't know he was going to test there or something. I said, how fast did your life change when a guy like Dale Earnhardt picks up the phone and says, I want you to drive my truck? And he said, overnight. Changed overnight. He goes, I went from struggling to, to you know, PB, <laughs> PB and Jake sandwiches. And he goes, and I just started making money like crazy. He goes, I didn't know how to spend it. So I get a big and nice house, and Dale's telling me to do this. Dale's telling me to do that. He goes, and uh, it was just, it was overnight. It was, again, just lifting these guys out of that local experience, Mesa Marin and Phoenix and all these little, uh, these other short tracks that they used to race at, and then putting them on a national stage. It was just, it was remarkable the way it happened. Well, it's funny. We were talking uh, before we went on the air here about the advent of the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, and you said that uh, the, the, um, the announcement came at Sonoma, and when the announcement came and Bill French Jr. made the announcement, everybody was like, what are we doing? I will never forget that. It was, uh, we were at Sonoma, and we were, we were you know, obviously covering the Cup Series back then when MRN had that race. And the announcement came, oh, uh, Bill Jr. wants to make an announcement. Oh, really about what? Well, he really doesn't want to say. And it just kind of filtered through the media room. And we're going to do it. They put this white tent, this, this temporary white tent, like a hospitality tent. And it was on top of a hill. And we had to literally trudge and walk up there. I don't know why Bill wanted to do it there, but he did. And then the rumors started flying around. It's about truck racing. About what racing? Trucks. And everybody's just looking at each other. What is he talking about? So Bill gets up there, gets behind the podium, hear a pin drop. He starts saying, today I'd like to announce, uh, at that time, it was the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Now the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. And he said, the statistics show that out of every 10 vehicles sold, four are pickup trucks. Four out of every 10 are pickup trucks. So we're going to start a series. We're going to start racing trucks. And uh, we got uh, Ford's backing, Chevy's backing. Dodge is going to play with us as well. And uh, it's going to be a very successful feeder series for NASCAR. It's a national series. <laughs> Everybody just kind of looked at each other. What is he talking about? You don't race trucks. 
you, you, you move stuff in trucks. You, you, they're, they're construction trucks. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're for, for gardeners and all this. You're going to race trucks? This, how's that going to work? Well, the answer is it worked pretty damn well. And it has been an incredible launching point for so many careers. Again, we talked about Hornaday. We talked about Skinner. Look at Matt Crafton. And then you can move forward with a Greg Biffle, Carl Edwards, these guys. They made careers off that truck series and went up, went up the chain, right, to the Bush series or what was the Nationwide series, now the Xfinity series. So it just it caught on. They were, they were right. It was a brilliant move because four out of every ten vehicles were trucks, and you had a built-in audience. And when they saw pickup trucks running around tracks, that was just a new experience. This is great. I've got a pickup truck. And they, you know, Ford owners started cheering for the F-150. Chevy owners started cheering for Silverados. Didn't matter who was behind the wheel. It was a pickup truck going side by side, banging around, and then the, the, the reputation of the tough trucks of NASCAR. And it's because of where we raced. We went to Evergreen. We went to I-70. We went to Louisville. We went to these tracks no one had even heard of, Flemington. But what is short track racing? It's beating and banging. And these guys trying to make a name for themselves, they were aggressive. And they just built this reputation, this, the tough trucks of NASCAR. And you knew every week every driver in that series was going to give 110%. And that then set off wheels into motion to where you had this group in Bakersfield, California, these four or five men that were building spec trucks. They put on, you know, little mini expedition races or, or exhibition races, and they did it at a track called Mesa Marin Raceway, and that really is the birthplace for the truck series. That's where the roots were, and back then, when the trucks went to Bakersfield, that's something that you really, really enjoyed. They really put on a heck of a show then. An incredible venue, Mesa Marin. No longer with us. One of those great tracks that now you can only find in history books and maybe on YouTube here and there. But again, that's where Hornaday cut his teeth. That's where Matt Crafton cut his teeth. Matt's dad, Danny, was a track champion at that particular. And it was just one of these, a fan favorite. You went there for Saturday night racing, and the surface, the racing surface, was just old and worn out. And the guys that ran there every weekend, they knew the nuances of the track. They knew where you could find a speed. There was something called the Hornaday line, right? You know, and everybody's trying to copy him because he was just one of the quickest drivers out there. But Mesa Marin was just an outstanding, beaten, banging, competitive short track. And the fans came out. And when the truck series hit, boom, that put Mesa Marin on the map. The racetrack, a half-mile oval, the banking some 17 degrees in the turns, 700 feet long. That's a length of the front and back straightaways. To cover the action for us here this afternoon, out in turn three from Altaloma, California, Dan Hubbard. The truck drivers will be coming down the backstretch in the neighborhood of 140, 145 miles an hour. Then it's off the throttle, a quick stab at the brakes before they go into turn three. Again, it is banked at 17 degrees. It is three lanes wide. There's plenty of racing room. The question is, will the truck stick to the particular groove the drivers choose? They've been concerned about the slippery conditions here at Mesa Marin. I'll be here to cover that story and all the racing action down the back stretch and into turns three and four. Point leader Ron Hornaday leads the field off turn number four. Another good restart for Hornaday, or I should say start for Hornaday. The green flag comes out down the front chute. He'll race off to the first corner. It's a little mini history of the truck series there. And of course, we've got a great podcast series at MRN.com. You can check out where we retrace the routes and go in detail about the history of the trucks. Now, uh, a quarter of a decade plus uh, I'm sorry, a quarter of a century plus of racing 
in NASCAR. And of course, the trucks will be at Sonoma Raceway. Motor Racing Network will have the coverage this weekend along with the Arkham Menard Series West at Sonoma. Sonoma, one of those tracks that didn't take long to get them on the schedule. Haven't been there for a while. The trucks are going back this weekend. Right side tires on the red and white strips. Very smooth for Boris Ed. Down this final 1,000 foot straightaway. Hard on the brakes for the final time. Boris Ed's looking for his first win. He can almost taste it. For the first time ever in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, Boris Said will pick up a victory. He's won hundreds all over the world, but today the Craig and Exide 151 is his. He is victorious as he takes the checkered flag. And we can't wait to get there along with the NASCAR Cup Series, the Toyota Save Mart 350. Tell you what, why don't we throw it back to uh, MRN headquarters in Concord, North Carolina. Let's get the odds. Producer Trey standing by that gives them to us, and they're brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Please bet responsibly. Well, Mike, this week won't be as hard to predict as last week at Worldwide Technology Raceway was with so many unknowns, with it being the first cup race there ever. But this weekend, we should still expect some unpredictability. The second road course race of the season out in wine country at Sonoma. And as typical with road course races, when you look for your favorites, you have to look at the two kings of road courses right now. And they are the favorites, according to Vegas. Chase Elliott at plus 450 and Kyle Larson plus 700. Now this is going based off of what they've done in recent years. The first road course race this season, the first one in this new car at Circuit of the Americas was won by Ross Chastain and Chase Elliott finished in the top five, but he wasn't a huge factor in the race all day long. So it's going to be interesting to see how those two perform at a track where they've won recently and really been the only factor there other than the guy who I'm picking to win this weekend, and that is Martin Truex Jr. He is at plus 800. Since we were in Coda, the Toyotas have really turned things around. Uh, they have been some of the fastest cars on the track in a week-in, week-out basis. He led laps last weekend at Gateway. He's won before at Sonoma. He is probably the third best road course racer currently in NASCAR right now. Last year, you probably had him right behind Chase Elliott before Kyle Larson's emergence and winning multiple times on road courses. So I'm going to go with Truex this weekend. He gets his first win of the season. Who knows? I mean, with Truex talking about that this might be his last year racing, every win, you might wonder if that's going to be Martin Truex Jr.'s last in his Hall of Fame career, but maybe a win convinces him to come back for another year at Joe Gibbs Racing. Truex sits at plus 800, right behind Elliott and Larson as the two favorites. If you're looking for a long shot this weekend, I've got two to keep an eye on. One, not as steep as the other. The first one is Daniel Suarez, plus 2,800. Sat on the pole at Coda, led laps early, just some pit strategy to win that first stage, kind of put him in the back and kind of ended his day early on. Suarez has emerged as a very good road racer. He might have won that race instead of his teammate, Ross Chastain, if it wouldn't have been for that trouble. He is plus 2,800 or 28 to 1 to win this weekend in Sonoma. So Suarez, I have my eye on him. And then another driver who you've always got to watch every time you go to road courses is the 2021 Daytona 500 champion, Michael McDowell. He is plus 15,000 or 150 to 1 to win this weekend. That is steep odds. For a team that has been performing very well under new crew chief Blake Harris this season, 
They've had a run of some top 10 finishes. Last weekend, they led laps at Worldwide Technology Raceway. They've got some momentum. McDowell is good on road courses, so keep your eye on him and Suarez to win this weekend as your long shots. But I think Martin Truex Jr. goes to victory lane again at Sonoma and locks himself into the playoffs for 2022. Thank you, Trey. Appreciate it. Appreciate Dan Hubbard just taking us uh, on a stroll down memory lane here in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Again, we can't wait to get to Sonoma this weekend. We hope you'll join us for our live coverage from Napa Valley up in the wine country, as you can hear it right on the Motor Racing Network. So producer Trey, for producer Trey, for Dan Hubbard, I'm Mike Bagley. We thank you so much for the download. Thank you for joining us. and We'll catch you next week right here on NASCAR Live Wide Open. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. Do you have an unused car, truck, motorcycle, boat, or RV taking up space? Put it to good use by donating it to the NASCAR Foundation. Proceeds help fund medical resources for children in our racing community. Your wheels can heal. Call 844-NASCAR-9 and we'll come tow away your vehicle for free. The process is quick and your gift is tax deductible. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to donate your vehicle to the NASCAR Foundation today. Your donation will help our children survive and thrive.